Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. That's right. We're open from 2 to 4 p.m. Be with you. There's no Ronas today. He's uh, somewhere in uh, Spain. So I wish him a great trip, and we'll have him back uh, the 24th, something like that. So you get stuck with me for the next uh, little over a week flying solo. Hope that isn't too hard for you. I'll try to make the best of it. All right, I want to cover a lot today. I really do. I want to cover a lot today. I want to cover the NBA. I want to cover the women's soccer team. I want to cover fantasy baseball. I absolutely want to cover fantasy football. There was a draft last night. I want to talk about uh, there's some PGA going on. I'm hopefully going to be your rich friend by the end of this weekend. There's a, there's a lot to talk about, but I, let's start out. Let's start out with the NBA. Okay. I don't want to talk to you about Kevin Durant. And I know that we've heard this ad nauseum, but I just need to feel, I want to throw my two cents in this. And I can tell you the following. I feel like there's blame being thrown. And at the end of the day, I'm not sure that there deserves to be blame. Don't know who's wrong. Is Kevin Durant wrong? I don't think so. All he wants to do is win a championship. Now, is he wrong if he goes and plays against medical advice? Well, absolutely. He's absolutely wrong if he does that. But that's his choice to make. He wanted to play because it was a must, must win. Ask yourself this, this question. If the Warriors were up 3-1, would he be out there? No chance. They wouldn't have needed him. But they were desperate. And he had to go out and he, got, and he felt the need to get out there. Do you blame the Warriors? Well, I don't know, maybe a little. I only blame the Warriors if they knew, if their doctors told them specifically, there's no way this guy should get out there. And they're like, well, we want to win. Get him out there anyway. Then I have a problem with that. But I can't believe anybody would want to injure Kevin Durant permanently over a championship. They've already won a couple. They're already one of the greatest teams ever to play. Do you want to injure a guy's permanent career, one of the greatest players in basketball history? I don't, I don't think the Warriors wanted to do that. I don't think Steve Kerr would have done that. I don't think the general manager would have done that. I just don't. I just don't. We love to blame people. Ah, it's the doctors. It's Durant. Uh, It's the general manager. It's the Warriors. Maybe it's everybody. I believe Kevin Durant knew. I believe that he was told by his doctors, look, it's not good, but it's not going to get much worse. But what they didn't tell him is, because your calf is strained, your Achilles is susceptible. Maybe, maybe he never heard those words. Is that negligence? I'm not sure. Possibly. Possibly. Did his doctors tell him that? I don't know. I wasn't there for the conversation. I would have liked to have known that. 
as you are checking my calf, I might say, well, is there any other part of my body that I need to worry about? Because when he went down, it was clearly an Achilles injury. Clearly an Achilles injury. Right? So let's just be clear about a few things. One, the Warriors win this NBA championship with Kevin Durant. That is clear to me as day. You could be a Raptor fan. I appreciate Kawhi. I appreciate Lowry. I appreciate Saikam. I, I pre- pre- appreciate how well they played. They are not winning against the Warriors with a healthy Kevin Durant. Fact. If you don't believe me, watch a little over the last game he played in as the Warriors are winning when he's out there because you have to account for him. And who's Kawhi covering? Kevin Durant. Now Kawhi's playing defense because he has to. Because Durant will light him up for, for 40. Durant was going to go for 40 in that game. Who are you kidding? Right? I'm just telling you that's what's going to happen. So there you go on Kevin Durant being so integral to that team winning a championship. So let's not kid ourselves there. There's no way the Warriors would not have won this series. Raptors might have taken it six. Maybe they go seven. Warriors win it. No doubt in my mind. Do I think that Toronto is going to win this? Probably. Maybe Golden State wins tonight. Maybe. Doubtful. Maybe. Doubtful. Toronto is just going to come up with one big game. Whether it's game six or game seven, they'll come up with one big game and they'll win it. And, and it will, they will have deserved it because they played better than the Warriors with Kevin Durant not on the court. But I still think there needs to be a slight asterisk. The best player on the on the court wasn't there. Well, maybe the best player on the Warriors side of the court. Curry is good, but Durant is Durant is special. Curry and Clay are amazing players, but Durant is you can't. I mean, he can shoot over everybody, and he plays defense. He's inspiring. So, do I blame anybody here? I blame everybody. I blame Durant. I blame the team. I blame the coaches. I blame the doctors because I never, never want to see an injured player, especially to a guy of this magnitude. Now, what happens in the offseason? If I'm the Knicks, I'm still paying Durant, baby. I'm going all in. Because now, and I'm not going to pinch any pennies. I'm going to let him have the time. I'll let him have the year, and I'll pay him. Because at the I need Durant. The Knicks need Durant. And I would highly advise any team to do the same. And if you're Durant, you want to see that commitment made to you. You're dying to see that commitment made to you. Who's going to pony up even with you injured? It's just like the Warriors did with Cousins. Except the Warriors got him at a discount. You're not getting Durant at any discount. If Durant doesn't get the deal that he wants, he stays at Golden State. Makes 30-some-odd million bucks. Waits the year out and does it all over again next year. But I'm absolutely paying. A year is a very long time. You never know what's going to happen a year. A lot of things could happen in a year. So if I'm the Knicks, if I'm the Clippers, if I'm the Nets, I'm showing him the money. It's okay. You take as much time as you need. You come back next April. I'm all right with that. Hopefully I'll be close to the playoffs and you'll help me get there. That's the move. You want him, step up and get him. I think you'll have fewer suitors, maybe just you and another team, but show him the money and maybe he'll see, and you show the commitment, right? It's the commitment. That's what I'd want to see.
That's exactly what I would want to see is the commitment to me as a player. Do you believe that I can help you get into a championship when I come back from injury? So I would think if I was in Las Vegas right now, I would bet on Durant not being a warrior next year. I think some organization will pony up, show him the commitment, and he'll go there. Okay? Should be a good game tonight. Looking forward to it. I think the Warriors may pull this out, even though I don't think they win the series. I think they go back to Toronto and Toronto wins. But Toronto played very poorly the last game. Very poorly. So I've got to think they play better. A lot better. And the Splash Brothers better be splashing all game long. It's just kind of sad. You know, when I see a championship of any of anything, I want to see the two best teams out there. I don't want to, I like Cinderella's as much as the next guy. I do. I like Cinderella's. It's a great story. I don't want to see you in the in the Super Bowl. I want to see you lose in the AFC championship game. I don't want to see you go to the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl, I want the best two teams. And I want the best game. I don't want the Rams and, and, and New England. What a clunker that was. I want to see the best two teams play. Mano y mano. You think I want Durant hurt? You think I want the fact that Kevin Looney can't raise his hand over his head? You think I want the fact that Iguodala's hurt? No. I want to beat the best. And any competitor would tell you that. I want to beat the best guys. That's how you know if you're the best. Because otherwise you question it forever. Was I really the best? I think I played the best, but was I truly the best? You beat the best, you don't ever have to ask yourself that. If Toronto beats the Warriors with Durant in there, you never have to ask that. You know you're the best team. Now, Toronto is going to be the champion. Most likely. Not definitely, but most likely. Do you think they question it 20 years from now? Maybe. Would the results be different when Durant was there? I think so. I'm sure they'll get over it. I'm sure they'll sleep well at night. I'm sure they'll wield a big ring. I don't think the ring will have an asterisk on it. I'm just throwing it out there. That's what we do when we cover sports. Right? We talk about things like this. Right? So I think the NBA is very intriguing. I think the NBA is, is great drama. Trades. It's one of the few leagues that you trade. you ever realize that football, I mean, football, you see trades on like draft day, but you don't see a lot of trades after that. Baseball, you see a flurry of trades, but only at certain times. Hockey, you see trades, but half the time you don't even know the guys are from and you can't even pronounce their names. And you're like, so-and-so from Finland got traded from so-and-so from Czechoslovakia. And you're like, all right, I guess. But basketball, man, they wheel and deal. And it's fun. And their free agency is fun. The Celtics are in on Anthony Davis. The Lakers are in on Anthony Davis. How badly do I want Lonzo Ball to go to New Orleans? How badly do I want to see LeVar Ball go there? Just get him out of L.A. I was talking to my son the other day, and I was just like, that big baller brand was such a waste. I, I hope, I, I seriously hope anybody who listens to this show and anybody who follows me did not buy those shoes. What a ripoff. Seriously. I was talking, you know, this is interesting. I was talking about it with my son. And I said, look, if I had a, a, a Dr. Roto shoe, a visionary sneaker, if you will, all right, all right, I would certainly not overcharge for this visionary sneaker. I'd want to have the best sneaker I could at a fair price so that people would actually wear them. I don't need to charge $500 for the visionary sneaker. What do I want? Only 1% of America wearing it? 
No, man, I want to go to the playgrounds and I want to see, you know, half the kids wearing the visionary Dr. Roto sneaker. That would make me feel great. I want to be the, the approachable sneaker. Now, I don't want to be the cheap sneaker. You don't want the cheap sneaker that doesn't work well and that after, you know, it doesn't wear well on the kids. So it needs to be of good quality. But I'm not going to gouge people. It's crazy. Who does that to people? Who price gouges over a freaking sneaker and a flip-flop? Unreal. But the NBA is very popular right now. It's a popular time for the NBA. Championship. Could have a, a, a champion tonight. Draft. Free agency. The NBA is hot. Hot. So let's sell some product. But I wouldn't do that. I promise you that. The visionary sneaker would be something that your kids could afford. And it would look sharp. Because trust me, I wouldn't put my name on anything unless I looked at the sneaker first and felt good about it. But I think these kids, kids out there, look at these players as role models, right? So if I'm a kid, or if I'm a parent, which I am, what do I teach my kid about Kevin Durant? I teach him that he was about the team first. He wanted to win, but he took a big risk. Would I have my own son take that risk? Probably not. I respect the risk, but I wouldn't want to put my son in danger of injury, which is what I think Kevin Durant did. I think that's what he did. Maybe knowing me, maybe knowingly, maybe unknowingly, but that's what he did. He put himself at risk. He put himself in harm's way. Did we expect this outcome? No, but it was a possible outcome. Right, of out of all the outcomes that could have been there, re-injuring himself was an outcome. Was it 32%, 23%? I don't know the number, but it was an outcome, a possible outcome. Was injuring yourself and being out for a whole another year a possible outcome? Well, maybe a smaller percentage, but it was a possible outcome. So once again, I respect what he did. I respect wanting to be out there for your teammates. But you got to worry about your own career. You have to worry about your own career. Because sadly, Stephen Curry may be a great guy, but he's not going to give you $60 million later in your life. He's not going to pay you any money, right? When your career is done. When your career is done, you know what you're going to get? Nothing. Maybe a gig on NBA TV, if you're lucky. That's your gig. So you got to make the money while you can. Is it all about the money? No, and I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that if his career is over, there's no more money coming in. Right? And your teammates aren't going to come up with a slush fund. The Kevin Durant slush fund. Not happening. Right? So you got to take care of yourself. You want to help the team, but you got to worry about yourself too. Especially when you're like one of the top three players on the planet. So I admire, I respect, but I do question. And I just think that people need to calm down on social media. People just need to calm down. Right? But I'd love to get your take on this. The number here is 844-843-6879. That's 844-843-6879. You want to talk about Kevin Durant? You want to talk fantasy baseball? You want to talk fantasy football? 
or you just want to talk and say hello. Or if you want to create the Dr. Roto Visionary Sneaker, I'm in. Let's get to work on that bad boy. Let's draw it up. Let's get to Nike. Let's get to, a, let's get to Asics. Let's get to Under Armour. Let's figure that one out. I'm sure it would look sharp. I'm sure we'll be rich friends together. I promise you that. All right, I'm Dr. Roto with Full-Time Fantasy Sports. I'm here until 4 p.m. today. I'm making a very large insurance call today. All right, but we're going to be here. We're going to talk U.S. women's soccer. We're going to talk fantasy baseball. We'll talk pickups, possibly. We'll talk the night slate for sure. And we're going to talk a lot of fantasy football. Because I see mistakes all the time in drafts. All the time. And I want to make sure that you don't make the same mistakes that other people do. Because I want you to win. Because that's the best part of fantasy. Winning, isn't it? At least I think so. All right. Back with you right after this. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the 8th Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. All right, back with you here, Dr. Roto, Full-Time Fantasy. Check out FullTimeFantasy.com. So somebody asked me, how do you get into the fantasy sports industry? And I said, I have the easiest answer for you. First of all, it takes a lot of luck, some skill. And then I said to him, try winning. Get into a league and win, and then you will start to get respect to people around you. And I think that's why you should join FullTimeFantasy.com. Between me and Ronas and Sean Childs, people who win leagues, and you want to be around and get the information, people who win. Don't be in a league with people who lose. 
and I know you guys don't always know this, sometimes the people that you hear, whether it's mostly on the radio or on Twitter or stuff like that, they don't always win. I hate to break it to you. They don't always win. And you're taking their advice. Would you take advice from a stockbroker who didn't make money? Or do you want to take advice from a stockbroker who's styling and profiling in his Benz in his like penthouse apartment drinking Cristal? That's a stockbroker stock broker I want to use. Not the dude with a cheap suit that lives at home in his mom's basement. I don't mean to be so stark contrast, but that's true. Take your advice from a winner. A winning group. Fulltimefantasy.com. All right. The women's national soccer team. Firstly, let's get this out of the way. They're better than the men. They're so much better than the men. Oh, my God. And if you watch women's soccer, I, 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 I really hope that nobody tells me it's boring. I really do. I hope you don't tell me it's boring. Because I don't think it is. I don't think it's boring at all. They pass. They play together. You watch men's games. I'm not going to lie. There's some very exciting plays. But how many times do you see a guy take a dive and look to the ref and he's just, he's just acting? You don't see these bad acting jobs in, in women's soccer. You see actual plays. You see artistry. Now, men's soccer, you see some Messi and Ronaldo. You see, you see greatness. I'm not going to lie. You see greatness. Greatness. But women's soccer, it's team. It's teamwork. So I really enjoy it. I'm coming out there. I'm saying it. I enjoy it. Would I go pay see a woman's, to see a woman's soccer game? Probably not. But I'll watch the World Cup and I'll feel great about it. USA plays France? Put me down. I'm watching it. I'm good. Would I go see the Sounders play the uh, Aces? I don't know. Maybe. If I had good seats and there were a couple of beers and I liked the person I was going with. Maybe. But I don't know whether I'd buy those tickets. But I, I still find where they're playing at the highest level, I enjoy it. So let's get to the bigger discussion here. The bigger discussion is, should they have scored 13 goals? Well, some of my friends on Twitter are like, you're idiots if you think they shouldn't have scored 13. I don't know. I, I wrestle with this. I really do. I wrestle with it. I never like to run up the score. I just like to win with class and lose with class. I might have been okay with running up the score. If, this is a big if, mind you, they weren't dancing on the sideline. You're playing freaking Thailand. What are we talking about here? If Thailand had, if Thailand had like seven, seven games, they still couldn't score 13 goals. I'll take that back. If they played 13 games, they wouldn't score 13 goals. Heard of WeatherTech floor liners? You probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, 
everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. I don't know what happened. I don't know how I lost you, but we made it back together. Maybe somebody up there who was in control of the women's U.S. national soccer team, uh, you know, made sure that I wasn't on. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I can tell you this. I know they weren't happy with me. It's crazy. Do you agree with me? Should the girls have been dancing? Uh, no way. The celebration annoyed me more than running up the score against Thailand because you do have gold differential, right? So I understand the tiebreaker comes into play, although the, the Americans are so good that I don't think it would matter that much. But, yeah, the celebration did bother me. Yeah, I'm with you. Go. You want to say goal differential, and maybe you think you need to score 13 goals because you want to be better than Sweden because you want to come in first in the pool. I could get behind that. I could get behind that. Yeah, me too. Dancing on the sidelines like idiots, running <laughs> up the score against Thailand? Come on. And this is the defending women's World Cup champion U.S. team. It's, they're good. They they've been there before, so act like it. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Barry Sanders scores a touchdown. He puts he gives the ball to the ref. Why? Act like you've been there before. Oh, these girls, they may never get there again. I'm cool with that. Run up the score. But act dignified. If I was Thailand, I'd be so pissed right now. I'd put some nasty peanuts in your pad tie tonight. <laughs> I would. Make you go to the crapper. You, you embarrassed my nation. Seriously, you embarrassed my nation. Next time an American, and I've watched these movies. What's that movie with Claire Danes? Remember the movie with Claire Danes where she gets caught in Thailand? Ooh. And she ends up going to jail? I'm not really good with movies. Oh, oh I'll look it up. There's one oh. where she gets, she gets arrested and she's in Bangkok. Trust me, you, she, you're not getting out of, the Thai, out of a Thai prison anytime soon. You embarrassed the nation. I'm okay with running. Oh, Broke Down Palace. That's what it was called. Broke Down Palace. Never sell drugs in Thailand. You might get arrested, and now you're not getting out. I did see Locked Up Abroad. I don't know if the, that was one of those. <laughs> no, that was another one. <laughs> then there was another one with countries. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. No, there's a couple. Another one with Vince Vaughn and uh, Joaquin and Joaquin Phoenix about getting caught selling drugs in Thailand. There's Uh-oh. a couple, dude. You're just never gonna don't go to Thailand anymore. So I'm just I'm just saying. And just Alex Morgan, what did you think of Alex Morgan's comments about that, uh, about running up the score and the celebration and how uh, there were girls on the team who have not uh, had the experience of playing in a World Cup and for the first time they're scoring goals, so it was new for them. Do you buy that as an excuse? No, I think it's a terrible excuse. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm at the World Cup, I'm on the team, I score a goal. 
I can jump up and down. Do I want to dance like that? I mean, look, it's one thing when it's three to one. I could really be okay with that. But at 13 to nothing, you're doing a salsa out there? Come on. You yeah. want to win four nothing, even five nothing. I could work with you. At 13 nothing, you're just like, can't this game end? Don't you feel badly? Yeah, I do. I do feel badly for the tie Yeah. Women. It's like you ever watch a boxing match where one guy's beating the crap out of another and he's like basically going to the referee, stop it. Because every time he hits me, he just knocks the crap out of him. Yeah, this should be a mercy rule, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. It, it, look, with, with 15 minutes to go, when you're up by 10, let's call it. Yeah, right. I don't think they're coming back. <laughs> yeah, I think the game is over. They do it with kids like in Little League, right? Because they don't want to hurt their feelings. Correct, yeah. I mean, look, we're going to be chilly like 7 nothing. We are. We're going to be chilly 7 nothing. And I just think it was low class. I do. I think I expect more from champions. I expect more from champions. If I walk into a fantasy football draft and I beat the crap out of everybody, am I getting on a table with a megaphone going, you all suck and dancing? I might think that inside, but I'm not doing it on the outside. I wouldn't want to embarrass you that way, let alone myself. But I'll tell you this. I really will. I'll tell you this. First of all, if I'm Thailand, I'm going back and I'm working 10 times as hard now. This will inspire me to give up Muay Thai and put it all into soccer and try to improve. Because I think what they did, I think what the U.S. women did was wrong. I think it was clearly wrong. And they shouldn't have done that. And that's where I stand on that. You guys disagree? 844-843-6879. That's 844-843-6879. Feel free to argue. Feel free to disagree. Feel free to tell me I'm crazy. My kids tell me that all the time. But I'll say this. It was wrong, and we can do better. We should do better. Not because we're Americans. Because we're, we're athletes. I never like showing people up. It's just not the way I play. I used to play on a, on a volleyball team, and these guys would always show the other team up. And like, there was like a couple of, two, me and my uh, very good close friend, we always hated it. We try to be humble. And people used to say, hey, we like you and your friend, but we can't stand the rest of your team. And they were probably right. The rest of my team were jerks. They loved to play, and they loved to talk trash. How did you get involved with a team of jerks? So what happened was, was that we played in this pro league in New York, and I was friendly with a couple of guys who played at Hunter College. And then basically we had like five guys from the old Hunter varsity team. And one guy was like the oldest guy. He and I bonded, and the other four guys were young guys, and they would all just talk trash the whole time against you. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and they were really good, dude. I mean, they were really good. And they deserved to talk trash, but I just wouldn't. My, this guy and I, we just didn't. Now, the truth thing is the guy I'm talking about, if you go to Hunter College and you look at the Hall of Fame, his face is up there. He's got a plaque for being a Hall of Famer. And he, I've never, never heard him talk trash in all the years that he's played volleyball. The only time he ever talked trash is if somebody talked to him first. Right? I just, I wouldn't do that. Trust me, I'd be happy I won. Trust me, I'm happy. Will I high five? Will I do it? Yes. 
but I'm not going to laugh at you. I'm not going to make you feel like crap. Just don't do that. It's not the way I roll. I don't know. I, I was very, very disappointing. It was very disappointing. And I'll tell you, getting back with playing with class, I want to get back to Kevin Durant for a second there. I thought when Stephen Curry and Iguodala took him off the court, that showed me a lot of class. That showed me a lot of love for teammates. See, you can love your teammates, and you could appreciate your teammates' play. But what they did, they insulted to me. They insulted the nation. The Thai people are a lovely people. I don't think we deserve to, they deserved to be insulted like that. It's just a little harsh. It's just too harsh. Right? I like, I like the soccer. I love watching them play. They play at the highest levels. I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to say that it's not great soccer. But I think we need, as athletes, to do better than that. To stand up and do better than that. I know you haven't been there before, but dancing when somebody's down, when somebody's having the worst game of their life and you're dancing? Really? No, but you know what we don't do enough? We don't put ourselves in the other person's shoes. We're always thinking about ourselves. How would you feel if you were one of those Thai women playing? Oh, Dr. Rotos, don't worry about that. Uh." How would you feel? Wouldn't you feel like crap? Don't you feel like crap when you're playing pickup basketball and the guy out there is like chuck, you know, moving all around the court and he's dunking over you and he's doing all these stupid things and you feel embarrassed? When people don't try? I know you must feel that way playing some sport. Well, maybe it's basketball. Maybe it's tennis. Maybe it's ping pong. Maybe it's golf. You're trying your hardest and the guy you're playing is barely trying. Do you really like that? You like that feeling? Now imagine that guy, that same guy, right? Let's say you're playing tennis with a guy and you're trying your hardest. And he's like basically, you know, moving you all around. But now he decides to start dancing and singing and doing salsa after every point. Don't you want to take your racket and beat the crap out of him? Seriously. Don't you want to jump over the net, take your racket, and knock the crap out of him? That's what I would do. Or I'd never talk to him again. I'd finish the match, get off the court, and never talk to him again. Because I wouldn't want to be around that. So think about that. Do you think we acted with class with them? I don't think so. I think it was absolutely appalling. And I'd like to never do that. And I'd like to teach my kids never to do that. You get on the court. You play to the best of your ability. You know what I always say to my son? And my son's a very good tennis player. My son's the top player at his middle school, number one. I say, when you play a kid that's inferior to you, beat him quickly, get off the court. Boom, 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 get off the court. Why? Because I don't want him to embarrass somebody else. Beat him 6-0, boom, do what you got to do, get off the court. That's how you handle your business. But jerking around, playing around, Screwing around, you're just insulting somebody. I don't know how people don't see it that way. I don't get it. You want to score 13? I'm all about scoring 13. Be humble. You're not that great. Right? You're not that great. Maybe you are if you were in winning of the World Cup. 
I hope they do. They're phenomenal talents. But at 90 minutes, an extra stoppage time that they scored a goal. Are you kidding me? Seriously. Pass the ball around. If this was the NFL, this would never happen. Right? If you see, see a team score 72 points in the NFL? When teams run it up, people are like, oh, the coach ran it up. Andy Reid scored 50. Even Andy Reid, you don't think Pat Mahomes could have scored 72 points in games last year? He didn't. He shut it down. Think about it. All right? That's what I'm saying. I think we did the wrong thing. I really do. I think we did the wrong thing. All right, we're up at another break. When I come back, I'm going to take a look at the night in MLB DFS. I got to find the right pitchers tonight. I got to find the right stacks tonight. I did not have a good night last night, but I'm going to fix that. I promise you I'm fixing that. And I will break it down for you when full-time fantasy returns right after this. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to PointsBet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's PointsBet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free Free bets of up to $1,000 today. All right, we're back. That's a good song right there. That's a good tune. So, by the way, my friend the Siege went on to uh, Twitter and he asked for a, uh, he basically asked for a binge watching show. And I gave him, he said, anyone got a good Netflix suggestion? I gave him Ozark. I don't know if anybody out there has watched Ozark. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. So if you need a show to binge watch, there's two seasons. I think you'll enjoy it. 
I'll give you another show that probably nobody's watching out there, but I'm really enjoying. The show Warrior on Cinemax. Totally enjoying that one. About Chinatown in the 1800s, but it's got a Bruce Lee thing slant to it. So if you like martial arts and stuff like that, it's great. I watch these martial artists, and you know what I figured out? I can't do any of that stuff. All right, let's take a look at tonight and MLB DFS. Toronto plays Baltimore. Marcus Stroman against Gabriel Yanoa. Toronto favored over and under is nine. Um, yeah, I like Stroman. I don't love Stroman. I like Stroman. I like the Blue Jay bats here. Um, Telez, I like. I like Smoke. I obviously like Vlad. So th- those would be some of the names that I'd be looking for here. For Baltimore, I don't know if I love anybody tonight. I mean, Stroman, Stroman's very up and down. I don't always trust him. But when he's good, he's pretty darn good. So I, I, w- I don't think, I'm certainly not stacking. As, or- as Ronas would say, what Orioles are you going to stack? None. None that I can think of. All right. Arizona's playing the Nationals. Zach Greinke against Eric Fetty. Um, a little rain possibility in this game. Arizona's favored, basically because of Granky, but Granky's capable of a crappy performance. He is. He's capable of a crappy performance. I'm not saying we're going to get a crappy performance. I'm just saying he's capable of one. So I don't always go in with him like others do. I don't think that he's a, he's a play for me tonight. I, I just, I don't know, especially because the Nationals have a pretty decent offense. So their lineup is in Turner, Eaton, Rendon, Soto, Suzuki, Parr, Doja, Robles. Not a great lineup, but, you know, that's, I don't know, I, n- none that I really want to pick on. So let's see, Washington. I don't think I'm going to stack Nationals either, but I'm not going to jump on Granky. All right, the Angels are playing Tampa Bay. Tyler Skaggs against Ryan Yarborough. Um, I do like Tampa Bay a little bit. Not a lot. I don't trust Tyler Skaggs. Uh, I think the, the Yandy Diaz, Tommy Pham, Avisel Garcia, Zunino. I like I liked the um, Rays against a lefty. Uh, this game is a nine total. So I don't love Yarborough, but I, I could see myself stacking Tampa Bay bats. I'm certainly not going to stack Angel bats. That's for sure. All right, St. Louis is playing the Mets. I'm not, I'm not stacking either of these. I think the pitchers here are very good. Jack Flaherty and Jacob DeGrom. So the bigger question is, am I playing Jacob DeGrom? Maybe. Maybe. I don't feel great about it. I don't feel badly about it, but he's been very up and down for me. But look, it's a seven total, and it's a minus 150. So... Look, he's, he's going to be the best guy in the slate. Let me take a look at that. Please hold. Please continue to hold. Why can't you, why does computers never work as quickly as you want them to? Never. You're like, seriously? It's like you go to Best Buy and like, their computers are broken. You're like, dude, you're Best Buy. How's that possible? Your computer should work faster than everybody else's. All right, let's see what's going on here. So the top pitcher on the DraftKings slate is... Gabriel Yanoa. No, I'm just joking. All right. Can this load? Oh, my God. All right. Matt Boyd is at 10-7. Jacob DeGrom is at 10-4. Clayton Kershaw is at 10-1. 
David Price, 9-7. All right, Texas against Boston. Adrian Sampson against David Price. I kind of like Price there. It's going to be cold, a little rainy. I guess the question is, will there be a delay in this game? But I do like Boston. I think that's a good stack. I don't like Adrian Sampson. So I could see going on Price there. That makes some sense to me. Let me take a look at FanDuel. Because sometimes I think, you know what people don't do? You should take a look at where the guy is on FanDuel and take a look at where he is on DraftKings and see where you're getting the better deal. Right? Because all these sites are not created equal. Right? So, you know, where is David Price in relation on one site versus another site? So let's see. On FanDuel, please hold. Please continue to hold. Oh, my God, you are killing me. Come on. That's why I have a Mac. You're killing me here. I can't still. I can't find it. I can't. All right, here we go. Phew. Matt Boyd is number one at 10-5. Clayton Kershaw, 10-4. Jacob DeGrom, 10-2. Matt Strom, 9,900 at Colorado. <laughs> if you play Matt Strom at 9,900 in Colorado, I want you to call my office for immediate appointment because you're a lunatic. David Price at 9,800. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't feel like I'm getting a deal. I like Price, but am I getting a deal? All right. Matthew Boyd against Kansas City. So it's Boyd against Homer Bailey. Detroit is favored. Boyd is the highest player. Here's the problem with playing him. He's been great this year. Homer Bailey sucks. We know that. But are you going to get the win for sure? And aren't you paying a whole lot for that? I mean, could I stack Detroit? I guess so. I guess so. I mean, Homer Bailey does suck. I don't feel great about it, though. I don't feel badly about it, but I don't feel great about it. But Boyd is the most expensive player. That's why. All right, the Yankees are playing the White Sox. J.A. Happ against Ivan Nova. I'm not stacking against Happ. I would stack against Ivan Nova, by the way. So... J.A. Happ is 8,800. You got to think the Yankees are going to win that game, right? Got to think the Yankees are going to win that one. So you get the win there. All right, San Diego against Colorado. Matt Strom against John Gray. 11.5 run total there. Why wouldn't I not stack Rockies? Why wouldn't I? I might stack San Diego too, but I certainly wouldn't stack Rockies. I mean, Matt Strom. How? How? How many innings do you think he's going to go? Seriously. Not going to go many innings at all. Last time he pitched was 6-2, and he went four and a third. Now you think he's going to come and go seven innings? Guy's going to pitch four innings. Maybe even three. I think you got to stack your Rockies. I do. I think you got to stack your Rockies. All right, the Cubs. John Lesta against Clayton Kershaw. I don't think I'm stacking Dodgers, but I'm certainly not stacking Cubs. But I think Lester might have a decent night tonight. I don't love Lester. Might have a decent night tonight. So let me see what else is going on here. Who do I really like? Give me a second here. So pitching-wise, I would think that DeGrom and Price are the best bets, right? But I'm paying a whole lot. Jack Flaherty is interesting to me. 
because he's only 7,300 on DraftKings. I, I feel like I'm getting him at a discount. And the problem, though, is, is DeGrom going to win this game? So on DraftKings, I think it's more doable. On FanDuel, it's, I think you got to go more DeGrom, right? Because Flaherty may not get the win. But I think the play here is David Price. I do 9,800 on FanDuel. And on DraftKings, I'm going to go Price as well. And I'm going to put him with maybe J.A. Happ at 8,700. Is there somebody I like cheaper? You know, like I really did like Yamamoto last night. And I, I like these, these Marlon pitchers. I do. I like these Marlon pitchers a lot. But I, I shied away. It's my mistake. It's hard to be your rich friend when I shy away. I'm just trying to think. Ivan Nova, 4,400. That's just, ugh. You know, uh, I mean, can I get a few innings? Edwin Jackson stinks. Was Edwin? Yeah. I mean, Edwin Jackson's just, no, it's Stroman, right? So I think that's what happened there. Just trying to think. Lester, no. Samson, no. Bailey, no. Skaggs, no. I could do Yarborough. I could do Yarborough at 68. But I think I want to pay up a little bit for half because I just think the Yankees pound Nova. Just think they pound Nova. The Yankees are such a patient team. So I think I'm going to go Price and Hap. I think that's where I'm going. I'm going to give myself... There's the pen click on that one. All right, so let's see. What stacks am I going to do at this point on top of that? Huh. I have to figure that one out. But um, let me see. So I don't like... which. So which which... I like Boston, right? I think Boston's a real good stack. Let me see which stacks I think are the my favorite tonight. Colorado we talked about. The problem is I can't get that many guys in Colorado because I'm paying up for price and half. But Colorado I want to be in on. I certainly want to be in on the Yankees. I certainly want to be in on the Padres, right, because they're playing in cores. Boston you know I like. And I guess Toronto, right? I guess Toronto's got to be another stack against Genoa. So that's what I'm going to try to do. So here's my advice to you guys out there. Those are the teams I want to start with, right? Now, I know those are the most predictable teams, but I'm going to look at Boston, Colorado, the Yankees, the Padres, and Toronto. I might also look to Detroit as a contrarian stack and maybe Tampa. And that's it. I'm going to focus my attention there. And then I start looking at the lineups, right? Right. I got to look at the lineups and I ask myself, I can't always afford the guys in the middle of the order, right? I can't do that. So, for example, on Tampa, maybe Mike Zunino, maybe Willie Adamas. For Boston, maybe it's a Jackie Bradley and a Brock Holt. Because I'm paying up for pitching, I still want access to the lineups of the teams I want I just might not be able to get the players I want. Now, what I will do is, if there's a pitcher that I'm willing to drop down for, then I can get the better stack, right? I could get the Story Arenado stack if I'm willing to put in Homer Bailey. But who wants Homer Bailey? The guy's a pig. Do you see the difference? 
So if I have to pay up for pitching, I've got to get the lesser bats from those lineups. And there's nothing wrong with that. Ian Desmond's going to be okay. I can afford him. I can't afford Nolan Arenado. So what I do is I go through the numbers and I put down those teams and I try to start to put the puzzle together. Right? Which guys in Toronto can I afford? Which guys on Detroit? Maybe that's my sneaky stack. So let's see here. You know, I know I can get some of these guys on Toronto, but if I'm looking here, so Blackman's at 5,800. Dahl's at 5,300. Renfro's at 5,200. I don't know if I could do that there. Right, but maybe Franel Reyes. Maybe I can look there. You know, but at third base, let's see. I mean, Arenado's 5,600, but I can get Vlad at 42. So what happens is the pricing direct puts me in the direction that I need to be. Right, the pricing puts me in the direction I need to be. Now, on FanDuel, it's a little cheaper, but it's still expensive. So let me see here. In the outfield, Blackman's 4,400, right? Reyes is 3,900. Renfro's 3,800. Dahl's 3,800. I might be able to make it work better on a FanDuel. going to be very hard to make it work on DraftKings. It is. It's going to be very hard. So I would start to get the pieces of the puzzle together, right? So get your map it out, who are the players you like, and then what I want you to do is something different. I want you to go onto DraftKings and FanDuel later on today, probably in the next, I would say, two hours, probably around 5 o'clock, give or take, 5, 5.30, and start looking at the cheap guys out there. Who can you get for cheap? So there was a guy the other day uh, for Baltimore that almost nobody ever knows, right? Anthony Santander, the outfielder, right? He was dirt cheap, and the guy played pretty well. So you have to look for a player like that and see, I mean, the guy went three for four the other night with an RBI. Boom. So what I want you to do is try to look for a couple of cheap players. So what I tend to do is put in a placeholder lineup. And then I come back to that lineup later because sometimes I want to be in a certain tournament. I want to be in a certain thing. I want to make sure I get my team in. And then I'll come back and I'll edit it because I want to see which guy's out there. Is Rowdy, Rowdy Telez yesterday, 2400 bucks got you a grand slam. Sometimes I want a one-off on a cheaper guy, right? That helps me get become successful. So... Get your team in, place it together, put it in, then go back a little couple hours from now and look at see what once we see the lineups, who's batting first. Sometimes the guy Vargas bats first or second for the for the Diamondbacks. Right? Not a great player. Sam Travis batted sixth the other night for the Red Sox. Sometimes you get a guy. Kevin Newman for the Pirates batted leadoff. You find the guy. And then you can try to move one or two of those guys out and get a more expensive player in. Do I want Ian Desmond or want Charlie Blackman? I want Charlie Blackman, but I can't get him yet. I might be able to afford him closer to lineup lock. See what I'm saying? So sometimes I put in that dummy lineup first, see what I have, and then go back and perfect it. It's not easy. 
winning fantasy DFS is not easy. It is a grind of epic proportions. There's nothing worse than when I play a guy in the seven o'clock game and I turn and I and I go and check my phone and all of a sudden I see it's like three nothing in the first inning. I'm like, really? Seriously, it's over. Seriously, it's over. I hate that. But then when you get a home run in the first inning, you're like, yeah, I could be making some money tonight. It's a beautiful thing. I could be making some money tonight. All right, here's where I'm going to do an hour number two. And now our number two, I'm going to break down fantasy football. That's right. We had an online championship draft last night at play FFWC. And there were so many mistakes, I can't even begin to tell you. I can't even begin. But we're going to correct those mistakes. We're going to see what people did. We're going to give you the best advice. And we're going to help you win. Because I want you winning fantasy football championships. That's what I do. I help you win fantasy football championships. Nobody does it better. I'll give you the visionary advice when full-time fantasy resumes right after this. (laughs) 